Choice and Control is a podcast celebrating meaningful inclusion of people with disability in our communities. Brought to you by Carers Queensland, your NDIS local area coordination partner in the community. Each episode provides a conversation space for people with disability, their families and carers, to share their stories with you. We also hear from members of the wider community, local businesses and community leaders who share information, ideas and possibilities to give you more opportunity and more choice and control in your life. This summer, Carers Queensland joined Sunshine Coast Council and other local organisations for the All Access Day at the Beach 2023. A day of fun in the sun at Mooloolaba Main Beach, locals came and celebrated International Day of People with Disability with the Sunshine Coast community. In this episode, I speak to the volunteers and organisers behind the All Access Day at the Beach. Well, I'm here today down at Mooloolabar Beach and I have Jane Goodwin with me, who's the Community Development Officer for the Sunshine Coast Council. Jane, thanks for joining me today. You're very welcome. Pleased to be here. Now, Jane, you have been key in setting up today's event. Can you tell us what today is all about? Well, the All Access Day at the Beach is firstly a celebration of International Day of People with Disability, um, but the aim is to get people with disabilities to understand that, that, that barriers can be removed, they can access the beach, and, and there are a lot of people here to, to help them do that. What are some of the main barriers that you focused on for today? Uh, physical barriers, so getting in, in um, getting down the matting and the, with the beach wheelchairs and getting into the water enjoying that but there's also the um, invisible um, disabilities so we've got the welcome tents set up with surge there so they're making people aware of um, what the experience is like ahead of time so people can feel more comfortable with getting down on the beach they might not be used to that and anyone that is feeling overwhelmed today we've got a sensory tent for them as well. Now Sunshine Coast Council has a program where you can hire beach wheelchairs and get organised. Can you tell us about that program? Yes, yeah, so we've got an accessible beaches program and a number of beaches on the Sunshine Coast um, that have the mats and the beach wheelchairs and the life jackets. Um, and it's free um, to anybody that wants to use those wheelchairs, they just need to book them. And we've also got a beach wheelchair um, with located with Compass and um, that's available to use at any of the beaches, um, patrol beaches on the Sunshine Coast. What is it about the beaches in particular that excites you about this program? Well, it's so much, uh, it's so good for you to get out in the fresh air, um, not necessarily the heat of today, I think that's been quite taxing, but getting out there, being with your family, participating in those joint activities and those making those memories together I think that is so important. You're also instrumental in organising a photography competition can you tell us about that? <laughs> yes that was the council's first um, accessible Sunshine Coast photo competition um, and um, the winner of that um, competition is going to be announced today. Um, we had a few entries we didn't have a lot of entries but it's the first one and um, I think what we wanted to do was acknowledge that yes not everywhere is accessible but some people have got those favorite places that they're involved with that they go to that are accessible and we wanted to celebrate those. 
You said that not everywhere is accessible. What plans does Council have for the future to open up more spaces? I think it's it's a question of making, uh, creating that awareness because um, not everywhere is Council's responsibility. So there's some um, shops, hotels, that sort of thing that, that can be more accessible and it's creating awareness so that they know how and what the steps are to become accessible. Uh, in terms of Council's own infrastructure, we are working on that. So everything new that we do is is accessible, um, but there's a lot of, as you can understand, a lot of old infrastructure within the Sunshine Coast that over time will become accessible. And that's a goal that you're currently working on? It's a goal that Council's working on, yes. Yeah, and we, we definitely, with our All Abilities Action Plan that's just been endorsed, uh, part of a large part of that is creating awareness um, or in the community around disability and what can be done. And just finally, with that awareness in community, would you say it's increasing? It is increasing. I think we are, we are definitely um, making inroads there and we have some champions in the community um, that are really leading the way there. Thank you for your time today, Jane. Thank you very much. LAC Connect. It's a new way to stay in touch with your local area coordinator, Carers Queensland, with everything you need right here on your device. It's a handy app to keep track of your LAC appointments, browse workshops and events, check out information and support and get the latest news, stories and podcasts. It's available on Android and iOS, so whatever device you have, you can stay in touch. Head to our website to sign up at carersqld.com.au and look for LAC Connect. So I'm here today with Belinda, who is on our Carers Queensland Sport and Rec reference group, uh, Beyond the Sidelines. And Belinda is also an advocate for people with disability in sport. Belinda, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Belinda, what first motivated you to get involved in sport and rec and the reference group? I believe that um, there's not enough grassroots sports for people with disabilities um, and there's um, not enough inclusion in uh, making clubs around Queensland uh, and I think that needs to be improved um, to get, you know, get, get really kids into grassroots sports to see if they want to go further or not. Getting kids involved and making sure that they can access sport, it's so important isn't it? It's important for social development, it's important for making friends, um, being part of the community. Um, that why I'm involved in sport, I to get involved in my community and into a, into a, um, into a, basically a family of, other, a family of, you know, a family of other people with disability who want to play, who want to play sport. And here today we're down at uh, Malulabar Beach. It's a lovely day. What's your role here today? I'm, I'm, I will be, I am, um, 
I'm working, I am working with our, our, the rest the of the group and talking to people about exclusive sport and I'm writing it as well as um, and also playing a bit, playing a bit, but playing a bit, but yeah, um, I haven't played in a while, but um, yeah, that will be fun. Um, yeah, I'm going to enjoy the day, uh, enjoy the sunshine, get on the beach, get on the beach. I love it. Enjoy the sunshine, get on the beach. <laughs> now you have a history with boccia, and you have competed in the Paralympics for boccia. Is that true? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I, I, well, I did quite like it in the Paralympics, but... Oh, I thought, I, sorry. <laughs> I, did, I did go to, to uh, I managed to go to World Championships. Um, one was in Portugal and one was in Ireland. Um, and we did very well as a team. And, um, but yeah, we did quite like it in the Paralympics, but um, I also did uh, the, the National Championships, uh, Queensland Championships. That all grew from that, that all grew from being in the grass boot area, like uh, starting, starting small, and then growing big. Um, with a couple of co coaches and uh, my family, um, and yeah, it was basically a social thing for me at first. That growing doing competitions and world championships. Can you tell me the difference between botcha and bocce? So, um, botcha, what I play botcha is, um, we, we use, uh, botcha balls that are, so, are softer and the ones that are using botchi. Um, botchi is more of an Italian-based, Italian-based sport with, um, with, uh, harder botcha balls and, um, botchi is played more on grass, uh, whereas botcha, uh, we play on Hard substance and botcha was developed for uh, people with disability, um, and it was um, it was developed for being part, part, part of the sport. And today we're down on the beach playing botcha. How are you going to run today? <laughs> I'll be a bit tiny on the stand, but um, I'll be uh, so a bit higher. Um, and um, and I think the, the, the bunch of balls are like, happy, so they, they, won't, they won't stick in the sand. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to enjoy it really, you know, um, having a go again and playing again. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really going to enjoy having a go and encouraging other people to have a go. It's a wonderful thing today, isn't it? We just see so many people here getting involved. Why is it so important for people with disability to have access to the beach and events like this? belonging, the community. Firstly, you know, I've got our nieces and nephews who love the beach and love the sand and. Um, being able to get on the sand with them is quite important to me. Um, and uh, it's important to show that, you know, what can be, can be done in beach assets. around the not just about getting on the sand, it's about parking, 
Yeah, it's so important having access um, for people to access sport. What would you like to see more of in terms of removing barriers and creating more access in sport? I see more of an opportunity to work with to work with um, to work with sporting organisations on the on the ground level to um, show them how it can be done and how 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 we can remove those and uh, how you know it's not that hard to remove those and showing people that it's not a scary thing um it it's quite quite easy to do and um you know to talk also to talk with people talk with people with disabilities you know ask them what what are their barriers you know what will they like to think what they are happening in their sporting club and how can we help them to become more involved. Well Belinda, I should let you get down to the beach so you can uh, take the botcher away. Thanks for chatting with me today. <laughs> Thank you, looking forward to it. Cheers. Carers Queensland is growing inclusion, awareness and opportunities for people with disability. And where better to grow things than a garden? We're working with community gardens to improve accessibility and make sure people of all abilities can get their hands dirty. We're starting conversations about what the community wants and needs and how we can work together to give everyone a place to put down roots and bloom. Find out more, get in touch or look for events and opportunities coming up near you. Visit our website at carersqld.com.au or call our inquiries line on 1300 999 Well, I'm here with Burn from the Accessible Beaches program. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about Accessible Beaches? So Accessible Beaches Australia is a not-for-profit. We're a registered charity. Um, we advocate for beaches to be made accessible for everybody, work in partnership with councils, life-saving clubs and community groups to help make that happen. We educate and train on disability awareness and running program, accessible beach programs and we run a comprehensive online directory on our website of accessible beaches around Australia. Now you're from Melbourne and you've flown up for this event, um, tell us about that. So we were fortunate enough to be invited to come and um, lucky enough to receive a grant through the Sunshine Coast Council Community Grants um, for us to come up and attend the festival and to run disability awareness training which I did with the Lifesavers this morning here at Malolaba. Why is it important to run such training and to have events like this? So firstly for the training, it's a key component. So we break down um, beach accessibility into two key components being hardware and software. The hardware is all the infrastructure. So you have, we look at things like accessible car parking, wide clear pathways, 
um, accessible bathrooms, beach matting, compliant ramps, beach wheelchairs and other beach wheelchair equipment, and then things like accessible shade and fresh water, which enable people with a disability to actually enjoy a day at the beach so they can regulate their body temperature rather than just come for a short period of time, like on a really hot, sweaty day like today. If you can provide respite from the heat, um, it enables them to stay for a longer period of time. Do you find that the Sunshine Coast and beaches in Queensland, how are they going in terms of accessibility? Yeah, they're, they're really improving a lot um, recently. There's been a lot of improvements. Um, it varies from region to region, but definitely things are improving in Queensland. Um, yeah, particularly in the last 12 months, there seems to be more um, beach access. Um, and I, the, I mentioned before about the, the software component is, is <coughs> that willingness to provide um, beach access and to have training on understanding the barriers and challenges and to give people that perspective of someone with a disability so that they can really understand um, how to best help people like that and to break down the barriers of having a fear of dealing with people with disabilities and um, putting a personal slant on it that people with disabilities are exactly that. They're just people who want to be included, who just happen to have a disability. Do you find that most surf life-saving groups are receptive and keen to learn? Plenty of them are, absolutely. Um, it always comes down to um, resources. You know, some um, life-saving clubs are struggling in terms of having personnel um, and membership. And um, sometimes there's a fear that it's it's going to be too much for them. But once they have a go, they realise that there's actually not a huge amount involved from them. Um, and the, the even more important part is that they realise that they get just as much out of it as the people with a disability getting the service. Providing that service does people wonders and to, to have exposure to people with disability, um, there's only positives involved in providing services such as accessible beaches. It's a wonderful program. What interested you in this program in particular? So I have a daughter with a disability, so my daughter is 13, she has um, a rare condition called Prader-Willi syndrome um, and for her while she is able-bodied she experiences extreme sensory overload touching the dry sand um, or coming out of the water with wet feet and getting sand stuck on her feet. Um, so the alignment between my ethos and um, Accessible Beaches ethos was perfect um, and they're a truly inclusive and flexible employer so it enables me to um, do my job around uh, my commitments with my daughter and um, they're completely accommodating with that so it's, it's such an amazing program to be involved with and it, to me I feel lucky to have a job like this. I've heard that it doesn't require a lot to make improvements and changes. What are some of the uh, simpler things that groups can do to make beaches more accessible? Some of the simplest things are literally just providing the matting and the, the beach wheelchairs and the walkers um, because a lot of places already have you know great accessible parking, they've got the wide clear pathways, they have accessible bathrooms, you know this you already have those facilities available and people can get to the top of the sand and then all they can do is look at the water and it's something so simple that you could just provide in some locations just putting down the matting is enough to get people down there and 
the key component to that is not just always about getting in the water, it's to be socially included. Social inclusion is so important and we get told all the time that, you know, today's the first time I've been able to go down to the beach with my children in 10 years and, you know, people haven't felt the water in 20 years and they've sat up the top and watched their family and friends and not being able to participate and, you know, it, it, it says to people that they're valued by providing these services. It says you're just as valued as anybody else. And conversely, by not providing it, sadly, the message is you're not as valued as other people. So yeah, there's some super simple things that can be done to make beach access available. It's amazing to have opportunities to do things like this festival today. I mean, you look around, they're doing seated Zumba and, you know, the, the Disabled Surfers Association are here and people are going in on beach wheelchairs and, you know, it's, there's nothing negative to say about something like that. It's such a positive experience and I think we all agree that we'd like to see more of it. Absolutely, the more the better. Um, you know, we say at Accessible Beaches Australia that the beach is for everybody and it's such a quintessential part of the Australian way of life and, um, you know, out of our 12,000 beaches in Australia, less than 1% are accessible. So, yeah, surprising, I know. Um, and so many of them could be made accessible with such little effort. Um, so we've got a long way to go, but that's what we're here for. We're here for the long haul. And um, it's about education and awareness. And um, once people get involved, the benefits are immense. Thank you for talking with me today, Byrne. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us at Choice and Control, a Carers Queensland podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please take a moment to leave a rating and review and share it with your community. For more information about the National Disability Insurance Scheme or Carers Queensland, contact us online at www.carersqld.com.au or call us on 1300 999 636 or head to Facebook and look for Carers Queensland NDIS.